All right, let's get this thing started. We got Matt McDonald from yeah, the Classic Yeah, that's some classic crime. crime music you were just hearing there. So in case you hadn't heard that, they've got music since, you know, since Phoenix came out, since, you know, The Coldest Heart came out. They've got new music if you've missed it. And this is Matt McDonald, whose voice you'll be hearing shortly. But that's after I tell you today's show is sponsored by the makers of my favorite electric toothbrush, Quip. Good habits are what matter most for your dental care. So go to getquip.com slash badchristian and get your first refill pack for free. Also, today's show is sponsored by Stamps.com. Stamps.com offers UPS services with discounts up to 62% and no residential surcharges. Get a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale by going to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and enter our code Bad Christian, Matt McDonald. What's going on, my friend? And not too much, man. I, I do like I do like listening to you try to think up names of our albums and songs. <laughs> well, like, I did it, comes, didn't I? I was did able a, to pull them off the top of my head. You did a good was, job. You did a good job. Yeah, yeah. I said I Phoenix, and when I said Phoenix, I just heard you say it so much that I gravitated toward yeah, that. Yeah. And then I was thinking I need to go older than that. And you then did. I said Scan for, uh, and I started thinking about the artworks and the cover. I called his heart. There I just you pulled go. This out. There you go. That's great. That's great. I, I always. Can't, yeah. I can't remember any of our songs or <laughs> album titles of all. Like our band, I cannot. I'm practicing bass for our show that we're going to do, and. I go, okay, let me just see if I can just start in my brain. And I can't. And I had to go to Spotify and play that song. <laughs> I know. Yeah. No, I've, that's when you're at that level, you know, when you have to do a, a, an old song and you try to look it up on YouTube and you can't find anything of you playing it. So you find like a fan playing your song. I know. <laughs> I practiced the bass to a, a fan, that Brazil band that played uh, rock and roll. <laughs> and and, and, and uh, it'll go, uh, I drove around, and the, the accent and everything. It goes, I drove around Chicago, <laughs> headed to Champagne. <laughs> it has like this, I don't know if it's like a Latin Brazilian vibe to it or something. It's pretty cool, but I, I'm just sitting here in Champagne, Illinois, playing the bass to it. Nice. <laughs> and you playing song, playing our song. <laughs> and how amazing, how amazingly prophetic is that song? Because you're actually in Champagne, Illinois. I know. Amazing. Wow, I didn't think of that. Full That's circle. Full circle. I, the uh, we did we've done songs before. One time on a living room tour, Toby and I covered a Emory cover. So somebody had done a Christmas song of ours, and we thought it was kind of cool how they did the arrangement. It was yeah. different, and we did that version. Yeah, <laughs> we performed it. <laughs> <laughs> it was better, I, you know. Yeah. They, they fixed a couple things. <laughs> I think it's around it's around the twenty year mark when you start just 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 relearning it as a fan, like because you you're so far removed from your from your own self. It's like people are like, mm-hmm. what, did, what did you mean when you wrote that song? I was like, I don't even know who that person was. Like, I, what did he, I don't know. It's not me. I, you know, you know, I think that that's I a healthy way to look at it. Cause yeah. I mean, seriously, whatever you thought then is so far into you now. It doesn't, how could it even, yeah. I don't even know how you wrestle with that as a lyricist. Well, me. I just think, and then you're reinterpreting it all the time. Like, you know, because you're 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 coming up with, because you don't want to say the same thing every time. So you come up with new stuff. And then after a while, you're just lying. Because you're just like, I just made up some some new thing about what I think that might have meant. When in the moment, it was just like flying off the top of my head, and I, I don't even know, you know. Do you look at it differently? Because you, you're working on your new record now. That's one of the reasons you're here, yes, right? Yes, yes. And um, do you, uh, is your, so you're saying in the beginning, 
What, what, what's some, like, that's what I'm trying to figure out right now. Who in the hell was Toby back then? And he wrote these songs that affect me today, but I am not that guy. Right. That guy, I owe a lot to him, but I probably wouldn't even like him or want to be around him at all sure. right now. Sure. You know what I mean? And, and he wrote songs that are very impactful to my life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean by impact? It changed what impact my entire life. The have? songs that that dumbass 20-year-old wrote, yeah. that, I would not, that was too, it would be too much for me to be around. I think he's a try-hard, yeah. what in the world? You know, I wouldn't think he's that smart or intelligent or a good songwriter or anything. He wrote music. It's like, I, I mean, it's like a cheesy, ba- it's, uh, it, it'd be the same as me saying like Creed changed my life or something, you know, or something like that. You know, like I owe a lot to Scott Stapp. I owe a lot to right. Toby Morrell because right now version yeah i'm still affected by the things that that 20 year old did right he's not affected by me no you know what i mean yeah yeah it's interesting like no it's totally it's totally true uh if i met myself like i met my 20 year old self now and like listen to that guy sing a song or play a song or listen to his recording i'd probably be like yeah you know yeah not for me. <laughs> if you had to sit down with him and listen and listen to him yeah, talk boldly about what, talk about yeah, things. What he knows about life. Yeah. It's like <laughs> shut the fuck up. No. Tell you about politics yeah, yeah. and God. Yeah, like yeah, he, he knows about God, that's for sure. That's one thing he that's, knew. That's 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 right though. But there's something about. about that that y'all are selling short that I'm that um okay, this will be kind of fascinating for me because I knew both I my continuous self knows your earlier selves and current selves. Right. And so I don't have the same exact point of view on that because to me, like if Toby wrote uh, Freddie Mercury, see, I can think of our songs too, the uh, listening to Freddie Mercury. At the end of that, he says, uh, you know, we're all sending people, sending hearts that make us, well, it's not our job to make anyone believe. Mm. That is still true. Fucking right. That's true. Yeah. And that was profound, and people yeah. love that since the moment he yeah. said it. It's still what we're doing well, there right is, now. There is, some, is that yeah. work. Well, there is some prescience or some um, – what, what am I thinking? What word? There, like the stuff that, 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 that I do like that I wrote is the stuff that is – it seems to be um, timeless in a way. So – and that's the stuff I had no idea that I was writing. It was it's almost you like didn't uh, know it, though. no, yeah, I didn't know it at the it. time that it would be timeless. I just thought, oh, here's a here's a lyric that like hits me in an interesting way. And then I listen back. And I'm like, that's that actually means more now than it did then. Like that means more like that's actually truer now than it was to me then because I didn't know how true it was. And that's that's the magic of music. Like it's not it doesn't even. It doesn't even come from you like uh Maybe I maybe I'm waxing too philosophical here, but like it feels like no. That's what I wanted to do. Let's okay, just do that for a good. little bit. <laughs> good. Well, well, we, well, let's go that way. If, get the weed. It feels like weed. it feels like uh, not like me as a young person was saying things um, when I was writing those songs. It's it's almost like I was being possessed by a spirit, or like the, you might call it the muse. It's it's like the indwelling. It's like uh, something comes over you. Toby, you might be able to relate, and maybe I'm speaking too much about it, but it feels like something comes over you and it just comes out of you, and then it's just like there. And, and like years later, you look back and you're like, I don't even know what I was thinking, but somehow that's truer than anything I'm writing right now. 
it's mm-hmm. magic. It's not, there's nothing you can't, I don't think you can really like learn it in, in, in the way that you learn other things. It's not a skill set. I don't think, I think it's, um, it's more of a mystical thing where, you know, you let something take over your mind. Yeah, that's when you get to the muse and all that. But so the way I see it is your thoughts and all that stuff, they just come out of you. And you know most of your thoughts are nonsense anyway, right? And some of them you identify more with. And then some of them get all the way to talking. And now you're really, really decided to go with these thoughts. So much so that I'm actually saying them out loud as they come to me. I'm really channeling with whatever that was. And then if i got to speak in front of people, uh, even more careful. And then if I've got to write a song, holy shit, I am really, really going to focus to find my best thoughts and say them the best that I possibly can. And then even when you do that, I'd say probably a good amount of them are garbage because you probably have these all these lines and songs that you thought, you're just like, well, I guess that was just, it's totally stupid. Like, But then the ones that, that you did get, like that was the, that you had to participate in that whole process. And then the powerful lines 10 years later that still stand, that is the link to your former self. That's the, that is the continuity. It's like the other stuff, it just goes away. It wasn't, it was stupid anyway. And that's how you've become who you are. Yeah. I don't know if I, my, the, the lyrics that I like ever went through a filter like that. Like when I'm talking to you right now, my words, I'm trying to, I'm trying to form sentences that make sense to people so that we can communicate. And I'm thinking about a lot more than I would be if I was writing a song. Like I'm thinking about how I come off. I'm thinking about what I'm trying to say. I'm, I, but I almost feel like the best, the best sentences I say or the best lines that I write are really just, they come out off the top. It's like you're rolling. And but to, you don't to, know in the moment which is which. You don't. You don't. And you, you wouldn't and, have been able to predict which of your lyrics you still would identify no. with. And it's a vulnerable future. spot because when I'm rolling, either talking or writing lyrics, I could say something really stupid. I could make myself sound really dumb. I could get to a dead end and be like, I don't even know what my point was. And then I'm embarrassed. But mm-hmm. that's that's the creative, I think, process is just like throwing yourself out there and then hopefully something takes yeah. the wheel. <laughs> yeah. That's what Jesus I like about talking. I mean, that you know, that's what I like. It's like when I'm talking, it's the most comfortable I can be because I'm not think like when I talk, if you know this from people know it from experience, but I'm not trying to sound a certain way, really. I'm yeah. just trying to it's like I'm improvising. I don't know what's about to come out of my mouth yeah. at all. And it's just so pleasant to be engaged in that. Like, sure. see if I can pull this sentence off. I did. Yeah, you're on, the, e- keep you're on just, the edge. Yeah, you're right yeah, on the I edge. I love that. Just to be on the edge is what I get. Like, yeah. that feels like if I could play jazz, which I can't, right. then I'd be able to speak with music. But I'm not even that good at music. But sure. with talking, I feel free when sure. I'm doing it. You sure. know, I'm expressing it. I don't even know what I'm saying. Who cares? I don't know what the end of the sentence is or when it ends. That's interesting. There. Jazz is kind of like talking a little bit. It's like talking with your instruments, but see, for me, I'm, I guess I'm different than y'all. Here's what I think. I think that 20 year old guy is just like my kids and they are great at observing and copying. And I Mm -hmm. think that's what I was doing. I thought, okay, well, here's what the good stuff is. Try and be like that and change it a little bit here and there. So everybody's talking, you know, everybody, uh, people love love songs. Well, once you write the opposite of that, your heart's broken, you know, but it's still a copy in a sense of, of it. Like the only thing I changed was, it's the the opposite, but it's you know right. Like, like I believe politics is all the same, but the topic is two, relationships. Yeah, right. Yeah, you and, learned it uh, all from Ugly Kid Joe. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gets that reference. I do. Uh, what was, uh, I hate everything, everything about you. <laughs> about you. And uh, didn't they do uh, in the cats in the cradle yeah. and the silver? Smoke? Nobody remembers that. It was. The, it was like the exact moment right before Kurt Cobain showed up in life. Right. It right. was the yeah. day before Kurt Cobain arrived You're on right. the scene. You're right, 100%. But uh, now, I feel like I've lived through bad shit, though. <laughs> like, I've lived through, uh-oh, is my marriage going to make it? Uh-oh, do I have money? Uh, like, like when you're in your 20s, you don't know anything. So you you, you go, you you want to have the pain and the, the muse to write about or whatever, but you don't really have it. It's just, you know, because all of a sudden, I mean, that guy was trying to write songs. That line I wrote in Freddie Mercury was to sound good cool and really man i did but it. did you know what it meant did you know it was good is it yeah. stupid I mean, no, if, I mean i knew these knuckles break before they bleed i knew that was gonna be badass <laughs> i just knew it was i was like if i say this that's like a tough line that people but are that's, gonna but, like, yeah mm-hmm. but that's not to say it was deeply meaningful like it's not our job to make anyone believe it's still like a it's like a deep philosophical fuel type thing for what like even this podcast i mean that's kind of like you could sum it up with such. i know but I, i'm saying i think i was that I could I could only go so far with that lyric. I think it meant it's something deep. to me. Yes, but that it, one's deep. No, the break before they bleed is catchy and and. But I was very shallow saying, in both. Yeah, sure, so, sure. Yeah, right. you were shallow in both. Right, but I you mean, found out later so which one came from. Did they come from are, the same place? Is why both I'm those are way more cool lyrics than I really went deep. Now at the time, I think maybe I thought I was going deep. I'm saying looking back now. I didn't know. I, I was just a dumbass that really probably was just trying to look cool and be yeah, cool. Yeah, th- there's way less filters. You're just you're just going. Does this sound good to me? Does this make me look interesting, cool, um, thoughtful, whatever? Like, yes. Right. If yes, then let's do it. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's the mimicry. That's what allows yeah. Billie Eilish to be good at a young right. age without having to live uh, Adele's experience to achieve the same. Right. Right. It's like a, it's like a, a super. Yeah. That's what I, when I sit, when I think about that young person making those sounds, I, I it, it's almost like this is not. It has to be coming from a pure. Daniel Johns from Silverchair said, right. "All I did was copy Eddie Vedder all day, every day, until yeah. he was 16, and then he sounded like Daniel Johns does, yeah. which is pretty crazy. Yeah. But he had no idea what he was doing. Yeah. You know, but he he just had the uh, the mimicry obsession." Yeah. To know exactly that one thing, which is this works. Sure. I, I have no idea why this works. Yeah, this inflection works. Maybe it's the, the, the being clueless about it. The part of why it it's always so successful, like your first album or two, or the usually like the biggest ones or something like that. Yeah. Because maybe you don't Sonny know. Moore probably same thing from Skrillex. Like he he didn't know what he was yeah. doing. Right, he was a sixteen year old doing what you were doing on stage in a way that was. But also, it's, he didn't know because, he because of that, it's way more fun. Now when I write music, yeah. like I said, I've lived through stuff, so it is more real. I'm, I'm way deeper in it. Like I'm, I'm writing about real me like, mm-hmm. and, and lived experiences and stuff like that, as opposed to back then, it was fun because I'm going to write this kick-ass line. Oh, man, this will be deep. This is going to hit them hard. This is about religion. This is about God, man. They have never heard about this before. This is a new way of thinking about God, all right? But, I, but, but that's the product. That was fun because there wasn't anything so. to it. Now, now I, it's, not as, it's not as fun because, oh, shit. My belief is that <laughs> your arrogance and ignorance in a combination translate to a confidence that the listener can then channel, that right. they can take a ride on how lucky you are that there was a scene, that you had a good voice, that 
Right. Uh, Aaron Sprinkle make the music sound good, and right. then you get to sit there and think you're some genius that knows right. everything and are and screaming and yelling right and having so much confidence, and then you're a, you're a, basically a Walter White for them. Right, like they they get to feel like the powerful guy. Sure. Like that's why you like an antihero show. It's like whoa, yeah. like he doesn't give a shit. He's just doing that, and you get to feel you get to take yeah. a little bit of a ride on that. So the fact that you're ignorant and arrogant. Is the, why you're not usually more famous as a musician later in life. Well, but yeah, they you say are 19. <laughs> youth is youth is wasted on the young, right? Like, yes, there's, exactly. There's so much you don't know, but there's so, but that's helps you. Yeah, it just helps. Like, I I'm in the process right now where I'm starting to write again, and I don't I don't write music all year long. I just write. I usually write in seasons where like a, there's a period where songs come out. And it's always getting back into it where I just don't know. I'm, I go through the period where I just don't know what I'm doing. Like, I, I feel like I don't. And I never had that period. You didn't used to have that. When I was young. No, I, I always, it was like songs would just fall out of me because like life was new and experiences right. were coming at me and relationships were like, every relationship was like super serious Right. And, and you know, and like everything was so also s- learning a new chord at that time. Yeah, which could it was make like, you write a whole song. Unlocked, <laughs> yeah, the new chord formation yeah. or whatever. Just unlocked six songs, right. you know. Right. What? Yeah, and, it's true. Yeah, and yeah, and, was, and, and I mean, I don't get that anymore. Well, now it's like now now it's like I know too much, and and all that energy and youth and ignorance and arrogance was wasted on me. Then I could use some of that now. You know, I could use just not knowing what I don't know and just blindly moving forward and just being like, yeah, of course I'm the shit. Like I, I know I'm not now more, more than ever. The older I get, the more I know I'm not. There's a selection effect because that moment when you were 20 and writing songs ignorantly and arrogantly, so were, and you knew they were good then you knew they were going to blow people's heads away. So did tens of thousands of other people. Sure. Yep. But that wasn't true for them. Well, they had the Dunning Kruger. <laughs> well, I'm just saying you didn't know at that time, but you were one of ten thousand people that were right. having d- delusional thoughts like that. Right. Except for yours were true. Ours were you validated. Just, there's no way to, you could have known. Ours were and validated. None, the rest of them went away. Like the extent to which we thought it was true was validated like twenty percent. Twenty percent, right? Twenty percent of just it was enough, like just enough to keep us going, right? That's right. And just enough to give you a downhill momentum, right? That somehow, right. at forty-one years old, right. I have today, and it all feels like staying ahead of the curve. Like I've pulled up, like I never had to. The main feeling I have is I never had to do what everybody told me I would have to do to get by in life. Yeah. I'm still, yeah. I'm still doing it this right. way and every day it could end but right. just if i can ignorantly get out enough to have the ability to wait to see another day if i can continue that's right. always enough for me yeah yeah no that's true it's, uh, funny. Ahead. it's funny too though because i still do love the music i wonder if i wasn't me would i still love it but like i'm, <laughs> I'm proud of those songs like i can honestly say i hate it when i hear you know bands go we don't play that record or yeah, that yeah. Not a, like i don't like that like that is you're not that person anymore, but don't, I don't want, like, I don't think I would like being around Toby, but I'm saying he did more than I am. Right. <laughs> like that, the younger me did way more. Yeah. And another thing I was thinking too is funny. The other side of it too is just the time you used to have and the responsibilities you didn't have. Like, like used to, 
I can True. remember yelling at my roommates, you guys, when I was writing a song or something like that. We all sh dumb fucking asses, shut up. I'm trying to get this thing done. And y'all, I don't have any responsibility for you. I can just mean, and now it's my kids upstairs. I can't call them dumb fucking asshole <laughs> and, you know, get away from them. I just yeah. can't. They, they need me at all times. My Roomba needs me. My, right. You know, I just got a text message from my Roomba. I'm like, I have so many little responsibilities and things that now... It just you got a like, text message from your vacuum? Yeah, it, it tells me <laughs> that's it gets, a disaster. It tells me it gets stuck. <laughs> it gets that stuck, is a disaster. I am. I hate that. I would that turn so that off. I would. Turn I like that it. Off. I like. Oh it. my god! Taking care of my vacuum. I'm trying to oh. be cool with technology when the AI takes over. Mm. Like, hey, Boy, he, my he fish tank filter gets getting on my nerves this week. I don't want to live in that world. <laughs> I like it. I like you better get used to it. Oh that's all. Gosh. That's all that's headed your way. You won't. This won't be real. We won't be talking to each other. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good old days. <laughs> talking to the thermostat in my refrigerator. Oh my god! So you're working on the new record. Yeah, you're going to make another one. How long does it take you? Probably like to get a song. Like you said. Uh, well, you know, I've been trying to get something out every day. You know, just something, just just to get the rust off. So right. just like work, just. Opening up Pro Tools is like the biggest hurdle, and then just right. like laying down stuff in MIDI, and you know I pick up the guitar, you know just that stuff. I haven't written anything yet, um, and the campaign for our this record is almost over. It, it it's over in a couple of days, so. Uh, but I've kind of let myself, and I've done this before on a couple um, albums previous, where. I don't put a deadline on myself. Like I'm not like I, I need to start writing now because right. I feel like if I do that before I'm ready, it just stresses me out. So I've decided that like, I'm going to start kind of just shaking the rust off now. And then in the new year, I'm really gonna, I'll be ready, oh, you know? Yeah. So That's it's cool. just like set the habit up of like sitting down, opening up pro tools, spending the time to just like try to build, build out arrangements and songs and, and experiment, just play. That, that's that's what I'm doing for for the next couple months is just trying to. Do play. you do you have a, a routine like a thing you do every day? And if so, does it include brushing your teeth? Uh, I brush my <laughs> teeth every morning. Yeah. When's the last time you got rewarded for brushing your teeth? Because with Quip's new smart electric toothbrush, good <laughs> habits can earn you great perks like free products, gift cards, and more. How do you like that transition? I love it. That was great. Well, McDonald, let me tell you what uh, millions and millions of people know already is uh, they're just like me. They love their Quip toothbrush. It's my favorite toothbrush I've ever had in my entire life. And uh, also, they have just some really cool stuff going on. When's the last time you've gotten rewarded for brushing your teeth? With Quip's new smart electric toothbrush, good habits can earn you great perks like free products, gift cards, and more. Did you ever think you could get stuff from brushing your teeth besides your parents saying, you know, you have to do it or something like that. I never thought I would be able to. And here I am with this amazing. Mine is all black and it, I just love it. I, I love the color of my toothbrush. I love the timer. I love everything about it. The Quip Smart Brush for adults and kids connects to the Quip app with Bluetooth. Uh, track when and how well you brush and get tips and coaching to improve your habits. Earn points for daily brushing and bonus points for completing uh, completing challenges like streaks. Uh, redeem for rewards like free products, gift cards, and discounts from Quip and its partners. Beyond the brush, Quip has everything you need 
uh, to build a complete routine. So it has mint or watermelon toothpaste with anti-cavity ingredients for strong, healthy teeth. It has floss, which is really awesome. Echo-friendly solar battery charger. I love it. It's just so easy. I never think about the battery. It lasts so long. And the refresh bra- the refresh bag to bring you good oral care wherever you go. So starting start getting rewards for brushing your teeth today and go to getquip.com slash badchristian right now. Uh, to get your f- uh, first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash badchristian. That's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash badchristian. Quip, better oral health, made simple and rewarding. Okay. Awesome. I am now, serious about the routine question. Yeah, me too. And your diet. And uh, you, are you doing BC69? Uh, well, I know you guys were doing it, and I didn't like officially sign up or follow any of the rules necessarily. <laughs> but... <laughs> I did. Uh, I did cut alcohol out of my diet. Um, Hardest thing you ever did? Or? No, no, it's pretty. It's pretty easy. I actually quit. I quit nicotine too because I was. I was using the Juul. Yeah. Uh, you know, a little too much, and uh, that was actually pretty hard. Like several days went by where I was like reaching for it, and yeah. I, it wasn't there, and I felt like a pathetic loser, and then. You know, now I'm fine, I, and and I don't think I'll go back ever. Uh, That's cool. So yeah, but um, you know, I've been working out. I got you know a a buddy of mine is like a power lifter, and he lives like six blocks away, and so I go and I lift with him, <laughs> so, which is kind of fun because he's like huge and lifts a ton of weight, and I lift nothing. But um, but he's are like, you getting stronger? Uh, yeah, are you able to lift more. Yeah, I'm I'm getting I'm getting stronger. You know. I'm 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 working on my form mostly, so I'm no. not like really really maxing out, but um, but yeah, it's it it feels kind of nice to improve at something. So, do you think the routine and that kind of stuff does improve creativity? Because for sure, uh, what's his name with the mute? Uh, what's that guy's name? The right Pressfield. Stephen he Pressfield, says, yeah. you know, like I know in his routine, he's like gets up super early, does all this stuff to prepare, and then he shows up for time to work at yeah. whatever ten a.m. or something. It's yeah. like. It has to happen, and well, like the whole and Stephen King does that help. Stephen King, you know, nine to noon every morning, you know, and then he goes for a walk to mull over what he's been doing, you know, for those three hours. I, I, uh, I'm not a routine guy, but like I, I, I think I think I instinctively understand the value of it. That's why I'm sitting down, you know. That's why I'm at my office right now. That's why I'm showing up every day because I know that I have to get into this routine for me to be able to make a record. And with coronavirus and lockdowns and everything, I've, I've not been in the routine to create. Um, so I just show just like putting it on the schedule, I think is the main thing for me. Um, and then it's just like the courage to open pro tools really is like this, <laughs> the next hurdle. It's like, once I open it, then I'm like, okay, then I can make something, but I can sit here at my, in my office and never open Pro Tools and never do anything or never yeah. pick up the guitar. Um, yeah. And I can waste, I can waste days. So, yeah, it, it can be the hardest thing is to start, I guess. That's why yeah. the, the routine stuff or the scheduling st- works. But that's the hacks you had to do for if you're old, you, when you're younger, you didn't need it. No, it just, we, you know, would trip and fall over a song like every other day, you know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and just, you wanted to write another one so people could hear it and you could show people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now you've gotten enough of that side of it. So you're like, I'm writing ah, this. Ah, well, now I it's. I think about that. Well, you mean you don't get the reward back yourself. Well, there's. When you're young, you want to be known. You, you know? Get chicks. That's the reason to write songs. You want attention. You want to be known. You want to be validated because you're insecure. 
you know, when you uh, when you're older and you have a family and you're you've con- you're constantly being validated as a dad or a husband or whatever, like who you are is validated, and you don't necessarily need, and especially just having written records, you know, that were like, you know, personal or whatever. Like a lot of people understand the inside of my brain and and the way I see the world. It's not like I need that. And so the the problem now is is to motivate me it's like I have to have something to to say and that's the hardest thing that's the hardest thing cuz I like I don't like to finding the thing to say cuz like there's a million things I could say right now but like what's the thing that I'm really that's really really moving me like the like and that's trying to find that um because those moments where like I'm really moved are like fewer and farther between than they ever have been. Have you thought about starting, a, you know, a QAnon band or something? Like you know how they have white power bands and stuff. Yeah. If you could just be, have a band centered around a conspiracy theory or something, you there, could. You might yeah. be. A, I mean, like, you endless, have something to talk about. You know? Endless content for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it should always be yeah. the message. We kind of. Yeah. We used to play. We're a Christian band, right? It's like use Jesus' message. That'll sure. Help. It, and, yeah. it, and it really does help. But you know, you can just pick any conspiracy theory you want, I think, and create a scene yeah as long as there's like beliefs and tenets and yeah you could you could go through all the the creeds yeah you have plenty of material there's, yeah. there's definitely some country band or something writing a song about how, uh voter fraud right now right <laughs> or, like already has it written right i'm serious somewhere. about it like think about how much christian music oh, is wisconsin, written wisconsin you mother liar <laughs> yeah for real I mean, you you know, an ideology could have its own music, you know, basically. Like, yeah. the, the young Christian emo boy, that has a whole system. Like, a lot of the things we wrote about were strapped to a, consol- a thing that helped also yeah. have an audience for. Because there's, you know, it's kind of a little complementary yeah. system there. So I mean, having a metaphysical concept is really helpful when writing songs. Cause, or at least you know, being in touch with old, like anything that you would consider to be ultimate reality or, or right. Because then you can draw on that to like, you can always take any situation. Like you're, you're, you're in a relationship and it's hard, but like there's this extra layer of meaning of like getting things right, you know, on an, on right. a cosmic level, you know, like you can always pull it out from like the really, <laughs> tight up close personal stuff into this meta macro you know so having that i mean i guess with QAnon, it would be like all roads lead to the conspiracy or the pedophiles <laughs> so you could always like pull like you could be talking about like you know walking down the street and you see a homeless guy and and then the course could always just come back to like the pedophiles put them here and it's their responsibility to take care of this homeless guy and you know you it'd be, it'd be like an overarching narrative i don't know that's just me spitballing but like to have that to go to would be maybe helpful for sure. It's like a punk thing. Like the think of like propaganda or something. Like they're anti-authority punk. Yeah. Like it's the anti-establishment globalist punk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get the name of the band. Did you ever hear that? Like uh, folks, Fuck the globalist. They, you know? they they just uh, they put it to everything Alex Jones said. Oh, <laughs> it's, just, it's perfect. Yeah, it was just such a good. It was so great because he's bringing know. the energy every time. Mm. Yeah, so I bet it works great because that is inspired. the type of energy. That's what I'm saying. It's the ignorant, spouting off, yeah. boastful energy. Yeah. yeah, that's the that's what you need. It doesn't matter what the lyrics technically right. are. Right, <laughs> right. I would say Alex there. Jones probably more of an artist than anything. You know, no doubt. No he's doubt. just spitballing on I, the edge. 
Yeah, all 100%. <laughs> uh, the other thing I wanted to say, too, is, like, it's all you right now, too. Like, specifically, McDonald, it is all your classic crime. You are sitting down to write the music, and then how do people get it? It's you. Like, you right. have to figure out how to set up the campaign. What is the – where do people go for the campaign, by the way? What's it's the, just a Kickstarter if you type in the classic crime. Um, or you can go to theclassiccrime.com, and there's a link th- uh, right Perfect. there. Yeah. But you have to think through all of that as well, right? Like you had you you have to do a lot of legwork. I mean, yeah. you you're going to ship the merch when yeah. at the end of it, right? Yeah, it's hundred percent DIY at this point for sure. I mean, I mean, you're the most DIY. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is your DIY is way more real now? Remember when we all used to think we needed managers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we need the booking agents. Yeah, got yeah. to have it all. And now you're like, I'll just I'll ship it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you do you postage now. Yeah, a big part of your job is postage. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It really is. I got a good ship station account, though. I, I mean, it's all just part of my job. Like, there's like the the job part is the easy part for me. It's it's the creating art part that that is that that gets me. Um, and then yeah, doing it alone is not easy. Um, and I try not to. You know, the last record I. I drove around the West Coast and I I sat down with friends and I had help. Um, You know, even if someone's just there to record a demo coming off the top of my head, just having that second uh, like perspective in the room is helpful. So I'm going to try to do that more um, because I I don't like being stuck alone with stuff. I like getting ideas and and so that's that's one way I I mitigate the the loneliness and being the only guy to make the record. But yeah, it's just, it's just hard to, to know like what, what is this record going to sound like? And what do I, what am I, what do I need to say? And all that stuff that you don't know until it's done anyways. But like, uh, just one, one step in front of the other and, and making, making, making it happen is uh, like, that's the thing that I've learned is there's no, there is no, um, map there's no map you just you show up and you do a thing and then like over time you're building this massive scaffolding that becomes it becomes the album you know um Mm -hmm. but it's just yeah just one one step at a time well i mean dealing with all the logistics and everything as the leader like even doing the the shipping and all that i think you need to upgrade to stamps.com personally so especially the holiday season more people be mailing stuff than ever before that means the post office is going to be busy so you don't have time for that stamps.com brings the post office and now ups shipping right to your computer mail and ship anything from the convenience of your own office so Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS right to your computer. It's a must-have for any business, whether you're a small office sending out invoices, an online seller fulfilling orders during this record-setting holiday season, or even a giant warehouse sending thousands of packages a day. Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. With Stamps.com, you can get $0.05 off every first-class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail and up to 62% off of the UPS shipping rates, not to mention it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. It's a no-brainer. It'll save you time. It'll save you money. Almost over 900,000 small businesses already use it, so it would make sense for you to also 
Matt McDonald and everybody else. Don't spend a minute of your holiday season at the post office. Sign up for stamps.com instead. There's no risk, and with our promo code BADCHRISTIAN, you can get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale, no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Bad Christian. That's stamps.com, enter Bad Christian, stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. I got two things with what McDonald was talking about. Like, there is no map. One is there's definitely no map when Matt reads. And I'm always like, I'm like, oh, here we go. Is he going to make it? And he, I see him <laughs> get a little, fun. he starts stumbling. I'm like, uh-oh, is it going to go off the rail? No, he pulled it back. It's fun. He pulled it back. It? Oh, yeah. boy, he's rolling now. I'm like, uh-oh, what's going to happen with this stamp set? I get a little, I get to enjoy it. It's, it you yeah. can't believe the terror in me I believe, when I no, read. I can't. It's, it's, I actually, I, I, I hear terror in your voice when you <laughs> yeah. read. It you bubbled. fooled me. He fooled me. I thought it was uh, oh, I, sometimes I just do it so well. I just can't believe I know. it. I know. That's what I'm saying. Know, sometimes it's so I, get fun. To, I get to see him like, wow. Look, he, yeah. that, that might have been the only time that'll ever happen. <laughs> it, it, it will have been the most it. effort I put into anything all day. I promise you that. I <laughs> swear to you when I'm reading out loud words, it, one at, one letter like across the page where I read yeah. the letter words consecutively, there is not a thing that I that is more difficult that I know about that I could possibly do than that i believe it's, it no, but I, but I, if i, I focus hard I enough and get it i can get yeah. i can do it <laughs> yep. i i've made it's my amazing. career by trusting someone who can barely read barely. <laughs> <laughs> so give everybody a shot <laughs> look at me yeah. i'm actually a good person my, one of my all-time best friends and serious yeah. business partner can barely read yeah barely. mentally barely, i mean yeah, brain damaged, and you helped them out. <laughs> the other thing about the there is no map is I'm, I've been reading this book. I won't bore everybody with the details. I've been talking about it for a while. But uh, one of the doctors in it was, is talking about the brain, and he says that he thinks the brain might just be – the way the brain works might just be as a predictor. So it's just predicting that something's going to happen, right? And so – and it gets more – and it. It, the more you learn, the the more accurate it is that, oh, this is going to happen when I turn left here. This is, you know, your brain, it sends the signals and all that stuff. So your brain, but you, that's why there's some hiccups and stuff that can happen there. But that's probably also where some of that spark and enjoyment and that creativity comes from. Because, you know, when you turn on Pro Tools, what's going to happen? You got to sit there, you know, you know, all, uh, well, here now I got to get out my guitar and I know what the chords are on this guitar. There's only so many I can play. But, you know, but then all of a sudden something happens and you play that weird finger and it's like, holy Mm-hmm. You couldn't, you didn't predict it, and then all of a sudden, a whole song comes out of it. Right, so you're right, but it, it, there isn't a map to get there. No. You have to surprise your brain. Yeah, <laughs> with you. you yeah, I mean? well, that, and, and that's the hard thing. It's like when you're young, you're surprised by so much, and so you kind of live in a constant state of surprise. It's like people surprise you, right? Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. you're yeah. like and, and, yeah, all and, the time. I met you get neurotransmitter yeah. rewards right. for such, right? And you're so, like, yeah, wow, it feels good to be young. Wow, yeah, I didn't right. know that person would be like that, or wow, that, that person surprised me, and now. Nobody surprises me. It's actually right. my whole life <laughs> is right. one big eye roll at oh, that how boring and boring. basic everyone's behavior is, even if it's terrible. I'm like, right. yeah, typical. You know, like, oh, so and so got divorced. Done. Boring. Yeah, it's <laughs> not even exciting when people yeah. get divorced. Yeah, anymore. it's like, oh, <laughs> no. Wow. <laughs> um, so you're not shocked. You're not surprised. And so it's really, really hard to get to that, I think, that state, like you said, of being surprised. Like, I have to go through this method of, 
of of doing all these things. I know that it takes to do it. To like right. maybe eventually the surprise will come, and that 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 stuff that I took for granted in my youth that everything was surprising. That that is the that's the magic that writes songs. And it's just I mean I'm you guys know more than I do. You're a little bit older than, but it feels like every year I get less and less of it. Like, yeah. Well, now that's parallel paralleling uh, how you get off sexually. I can't help but notice the parallel. I know it, it takes is, more and more. Or something, how you know, I like, specifically get off? Well, anybody. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you think about it, it's the same thing. It's like at some point, a G chord would have been like, woo, how it would get you off. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Like yeah. just to be able to play it and switch yeah. to a D. Right. Oh, 100%. I, it felt like, and then, oh, and then like, and, and, and then the B minor. Right. Oh, and so you yeah. think, uh, oh, a hot blonde with a skirt. Uh, a little right. above her knee used right. to be enough. Right, right. And now I need a giant kielbasa in my butt. Right, yeah. Now I just stick right. that stuff in my butt. <laughs> even, I guess got to. To even, to even all, be present. All I can think about. <laughs> That's what it's like to write a song is to like, yeah. All yeah, I can think about is what ad is this transitioning to? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and plug marriage supply. <laughs> marriage supply. <laughs> You know, you want to get rid of that porn? You we ain't got no porn on there, but we got we got some kielbasa esque <laughs> uh, products on there. <laughs> the MarriageSupply dot com. Kielbasa esque <laughs> marriage supply. <laughs> Amazing. It just it is harder though to to, to I think it's that passion you off. have, yeah. and it, maybe it's uh, is it more like uh, you have more? What do you what more chemicals in your body do you have? Not drugs, but like do you have more. <sighs> adrenaline or yeah. energy or passion whatever creates a more yeah more dopamine or, yeah. or something going through your body and now it's you got to do correct go through this weird channel to get to all it. the pathways right. are being formed i think when you're you know when you're when you're young and you're becoming an adult and forming it's trailblazing it's like all those dopamine pathways it's like yeah you know they're re they're reinforcing you to go down those because those feel good but after a while like any addiction you know, the, high, the, the high wears off. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. the trick of the brain. So yep. use the one that Toby's talking about there where the brain is a prediction. It's a modeling thing. So it's supposed to make a model of your environment and a model of the future. And so then um, when it's doing that, what it's seeking should be novelty. Yeah. Because then you find something new, you get a new piece of knowledge, you get a reward. Yes. Don't go there. Oh, that's where the honeypot is. That's where the bad thing. So when you figure out something new... You get a dopamine hit. Yeah. And so then when you have these other ways of getting dopamine that are not giving you new things and the pathways get, I just always go to Netflix or the, a superficial thing. Yeah. Now you've right. trade, you've made a bad trade. Yeah. I remember right. like, you know, maybe, maybe it, ha maybe it's not just age. Like I would imagine that some people get old and they can always maintain that sort of youthful exploratory, um, uh, quest for novelty. And I think a lot of people do, but like if it, maybe it does relate to our technology addictions, our screen yeah, addictions, just that. the way that I'm pulled away by my phone or by like easy dopamine hits. Yes. Yeah. Think of it like an alcohol tolerance. Sure. Yeah. Like that, that probably plays a role in it too. And the fact that like I never, when I was in my twenties, I never made, a song in front of a computer or, you know, with screens around me, it was like the instrument, you know, it was like the, the guitar alone in my room, you know? Um, 
So it's it's weird how I think, yeah, maybe some of those things kind of pulled me away, and that makes it more it, difficult. It's too. strange, too, because in the whole scheme of things, we've said this before, we are all lucky or blessed, whatever you want to say. We really Privilege did. The word, uh, the, there were the so many yes. thousands and thousands of people writing music, and we actually are very successful at it. Our band, your band, I mean, it, it's crazy that we're able to make living uh, living doing this music that those 20 year olds started or teenagers sure, started sure. all those years ago. It's really crazy. But, um, I just think like how I'm losing my train of thought. I'm getting no. so old. I was, I was back to the kielbasa, but I think <laughs> what, I, what, what I was trying to say is like, we have, have made it. So now it's like, what, what is that next level? What is that next thing? What is that next hurdle? Yeah. It almost feels like I need something to jump over yeah. again. Or and I there's nothing, to- there's no, like, I don't have a career goal. Like I did. Like right. I was trying to like, when we were young, it was like, yeah, this is how we plan our planning our life. And we're, we're going to get, yeah. yeah, we're going to get signed or then right. we're going to go on tour. And then we're going to, you know, right. we're going to get, you know, I don't know, whatever. We're going to go gold or platinum or something. We're like, we had, there's always some career goal. And now I don't have any of that. Like, I don't care if, right. you know, if, if I don't want to be on the road all the time, I don't want to be a big important band with like 10 employees that I have to pay their salaries. Like that th- does not sound good to me at all. So it's like, okay, now what am I achieving? Well, it's like the next record. Okay. What do I have to say? It's, it's just a, a lot more. Um, I don't know. It's almost like you had built in motivation uh, and now it's like I have right. to find I have to find yeah. it or something. So remember so, how, how much motivation there was because we were all, all on tooth and nail and the Christian world and were we Christians or not and who yeah. do we get to play with? And I remember part of my motivation always was we couldn't get on tours because we were too Christian. Right. The other two we weren't Christian enough, and it was this back and <laughs> yeah. forth and we'll show them and Same. us against the world and all that stuff. We had all these you know storylines to go on to, to get us fired up and right now uh, that's what I'm saying we 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 were successful. And we're successful enough to where we can keep going. Right. And now, but where where are we going? I you think that's what, to, I, that's what I'm trying yes. to figure yeah, out. That's maybe what I want to ask next. Some, uh, we, need, we needed to subvert an establishment. I think being on Tooth and Nail and being like kind of not not cool with playing the Christian whatever, like being right. like, yeah, that's not that's not where we feel comfortable. Um, that was kind of a, a little motivator being like an outsider, you know, yeah. and same with, yeah. same with your band. Our band was never like, we're a Christian band. Like we were like, Nope. Um, you know, we'll take your money to play the festivals, but like, we're not doing the churches and we're not doing whatever. And, um, and that kind of get, uh, I think that was a motivator to be like a little bit subverting the quote unquote establishment. Yeah. And now there is no establishment and we're not on a label. Right. We're not we're not fighting against some scene or trying to make a statement. Right. It's just like, what do you have to say? And I'm like, I don't know. I I don't know, man. It's all been said. Like you feel, I don't know, more jaded. But maybe it's more real now, though. Is what I'm saying. Like maybe, maybe you're gonna write something that's actually really deep and inside you and and more true because it is really true now. Like that's what I'm saying. Like you have nothing to war against or fight against as much. So now maybe the real thing. I mean, like you could probably write a way better politically motivated song now than you did could in at 18 or 25. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, like you could actually write, tap into some deep lyrics about healthcare sure. and poverty <laughs> and, 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 you know, abortion and stuff. Like I would have written a song about abortion about it's bad. Sure. But, you know what I mean? But now I might write a song that has a lot of nuance and could actually really mean something Sure, and, or, and mean something to me or that I know what it or write a character into your song. 
that has some experience with that or something like, yeah, it would be more layered than, than just like trying to have us have a, right. a statement about something. So the dilemma that you guys are discussing now about, we used to have this and there was a system and there was the, you know, there was all that, not to mention you had an inner turmoil of bands themselves as a social unit that to, right. just to manage, that's always right. something that you don't have either. But, um, and our band, Both our bands pretty, lost members. Yeah. And what you, so I'm saying that, that whole, that whole thing is is things that make you tighter together and have more right. principles and know what you are. That's all yep. refining activity to go through. And and then to and then our band now is very stable. Devin Tobin are just that's real stable. So right. you don't even have that. To, to you, you always find these things to focus on and worry about. But we're in a time where we kind of it's so open now in the music industry. Like we make fun of a lot is uh, in a general way, and particularly with COVID, is even more collapsed. So is it, that implied in the way you talk, McDonald? Why it's like there's a question of why are you still doing it, or how long can you do it, or this is some period of time until new frontiers and new goals do emerge. Yeah, well, I mean, part of my part of my because it can't just stay this way. No, no, no. And part and like right now, I'm expressing where I'm at right now, which is like the mm-hmm. beginning of of writing a record where I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know what's going to come out of me. And it's probably going to be a lot of embarrassing shit that I don't want to have to experience, but then I have to get through the bad stuff to try to make something good. And like, it's a lot of unknown right now. So that's what I'm expressing. Normally I'm not such a whiny, but what do you think? Like, I'm just saying, I mean, with with the industry, like 10 years, like what? I don't know. I mean, I, that's, that's the thing is like, okay, there's a moment, there's a moment that's coming and it's in my future in the next two to three months where I'm going to whine like I've been whining for, for, for a, for a little while here. And this is the, this is the good thing about getting old is that you can see these cycles and you can go, okay, trust the process, trust the process. So I'm going to whine, whine, whine. And, but I'll get, I'll put, (laughs) I'll, I'll put, I'll, I'll put some work in and I'll write some shitty songs that are terrible but I'll understand that they're terrible and they're, that's not what I'm going to use. I'm going to throw those out. And then eventually I'll write a song and I'll spend two or three hours demoing that song. And then I will send, I will put it up on my Google drive or whatever. And I'll play it in my ears as I walk home from my office and I'll think this is good. And I'll be like, there. All, for all the complaining about how this is a waste of time or how I have nothing to say or how um, what's the point in that moment, I'll think there was no better way to spend my time today than doing that. Yes. Yeah, and exactly like, what you mean. and in that moment I'll go, that's what I, I did today. The only thing that, that like I should have done. And then when enough of that happens, 10 times that happens, I'll have a record. And then when the record comes out, I'll think there's nothing better that I could have done with my time than make that record. And so it's almost like, I mean, that's, it's a shitty analogy, but like running, no one, like a lot of us, you know, if you go for a jog, you don't enjoy jogging, but it's like, it's like when it's done, you're like, I'm glad I did it. That's what it feels like to me writing. Sometimes it's like, I don't enjoy the process of like going into my doubts and feeling vulnerable and not knowing if I'm good or not knowing if I can do it. But like when I do it, I'm like, yeah, of course 
This is the best thing that I can be doing with my life. Mm-hmm. And so in 10 years, I don't know, like, will I find something else that fulfills me that way? That, that like tells me uh, when I do it, 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 there's nothing better to do. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like song ma- making songs to me is the thing that, that like satisfies that, that fulfills that in me. You yeah. Know, the most. I think I know exactly what you mean. And it's pretty well put because it's, it's like you now you trust yourself to know that that is possible. So it's not as scary, but it's harder. But the knowledge that you know that it will be that in the end can get you to do it. So it's really a question of what discomfort can you accept to get to the payoff or something. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really about tolerance of discomfort or well, something and that's, in the end. And that's because it sounds so whiny to me now. Um. But it really is more and more uncomfortable the the older I get. Like it's it's I have more and more doubt about the process. Like I I don't believe myself as much. You know, like I used to believe right. in myself, but now I look back and I'm like I didn't know anything. Um, and so you're it's placing a, believing in yourself with knowing yourself. Yeah, right? yeah, and it's harder. It's it's harder and harder. And so yeah, like I, I'll talk about how hard it is to my wife and I'll feel like I'm a, I'm a baby. Cause like what it's, I'm writing songs. It's, it, it's the easiest life that I could have thought up is that I'm writing songs. Uh, but you know, I don't know. Some, some part of me is like, no, this is actually the hardest thing that I do. This is much harder than anything else that I do. So yeah, I agree with that too. It, I mean, I think a lot of people pick their easiest life and that's just to go to the job that they you know, got their degree in or something like that. You know what I mean? Like that, that's easy too. Now I know I'm not, I'm not saying working in a warehouse 40 hours a week isn't hard, but what we do, it does take a lot out of you. Like you, you're putting something in there that's you and your name's on it. And yeah. I mean, that's why it's, it's, it's wild sometimes when I, I feel still, I do get emotional, uh, an emotional response when somebody criticizes our music sure. or something that they don't, it seems like, wait, you can say something so, uh, off the cuff about something yeah. that I really did try really hard to sure. do, and, and my name's on it. Yeah, like my name's on it. You you you're talking about it because I created it. And, yeah, no, you know I feel I, mean? I feel that way. Like anybody that writes something and makes something, like whether it's like a piece of film or a piece of music or a story, or a piece of fiction, a work of anything, like anybody that actually creates, I feel, um usually isn't quick to judge other people's creations, but it's always these people who have never made anything in their lives that can just like fly off and be like, well, that sucks. It's like, well, where's your fucking song? (laughs) Let's hear yours. You piece of shit. Like you don't know what it takes to make this, you know, like that. I get that. I, I have that feeling too. What's the difference in that? And when you just say, I don't like the new Weezer albums lately. Like what how, is, am I being the, you know, um, is that me? Not, I mean, not me cause I write albums, but let's just say I, I, you know, if I was a non-creator, like to have that opinion, like when I'm thinking about criticizing the new record that somebody put out, yeah. I don't think it, it doesn't cross my mind that that could harm them yeah. as a person. No, I'm no, just no. expressing. It's different. You know. It's different. I mean, with Weezer, you're comparing it to a long list of stuff that mm-hmm. you hold in high regard. And you're saying, okay, they're not as they're not as good as they were at their peak, and like I, that can be true. Maybe don't say it to them, like maybe don't right. like tag 
Rivers Cuomo in your <laughs> yeah right just just in the off chance that he sees your shitty comment yeah, and you ruin yeah, I'm his not, day. I'm not going out of my way to write him and tell him how shitty. That's he right. is. <laughs> and, and, I mean that's the thing that like you took real time to do that over something that Rivers cr- created. Right. I think. I mean, I'll say too. It is like you said. I think it's more of a thing where I'm like, oh man, what they did was so awesome, and yeah. they're doing this. I but yeah, I but just, here's the thing: is like try to make something as awesome as the Blue Album. Just I know, try. I know. Just right. do your do your best and right. try and see how shitty it is in comparison. Like that's just like yeah. I, I feel like yeah. The comparison thing it doesn't it doesn't bother me as much because at least you're saying okay you're not up to the standard that whatever was set by yourself. Right. But um, yeah, when people just say yeah I don't like that or or that's bad, yeah, you know, right. I really feel like you should have a credential to be able to say but something. Some bad. artists and credential- are bullshit though. Don't you know, <laughs> don't you yeah. know that some artists are bullshit? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what you're obsessed with is that you are not one of them, <laughs> you know, like, isn't yeah. that kind of our need is to know, well, there are artists and then there are bullshit people that yeah. people think are artists. They're not artists. They're performers. That's fucking yeah. bullshit. Yeah. And that, you know what I mean? And, and I hope it, people know I'm which one I am. I, and I think, hope I know which one I am. You know? I think good performers should be rewarded. Um, it's just hard. It's hard when you get into this because it's such a, like I said, it's such a mystical thing. And then you get into this categorizing and this like, hierarchy of like value thing where it's like, well, this is above this or this is below that. And and it's just all a bastardization of the whole thing. It's like, like what you like and don't like what you don't like. But like when there's people who like poured their heart and soul into something, just shut the fuck up. If you have nothing nice to say, you know, just like, don't just don't, you know? And now we live in the internet where everybody can just say shit and anybody can read it. Um, you know, don't be that guy, you know, like, cause it does hurt. And you're you're trying to hurt people that are making things, you know, like you you shouldn't. <laughs> That's a douchey thing to do. Yeah, don't go out of your way just to shit on somebody, but yeah. it is kind of fun. I can understand why people do well, it. All right, we got Matt McDonald. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> uh the your Kickstarter ends when? What people gotta get Friday, on Friday, yeah. November twentieth. We have uh, a couple more days left and uh and then all the all the rewards are gone. So if you want to get your name in the album liner notes or get some of that vinyl or there's some cool packages with some interesting stuff that won't be available after this thing's over. So, um, and then really successful with Kickstarter time and time again. So congratulations on, on this one. Do you have any thoughts on that? And well, this one continuing to do Kickstarter. I, we, we try to do better every time, but this one, I mean, phase, phase two of this lockdown is kicking off now. So it's like, it's just kind of not the best time. Uh, but still, even though, um, you know, we got, we got a budget and we're funded and it's fine. So, um, but yeah, you know, I, I don't know if it was the right, I think I have shitty timing in general. So, um, but you know what, I, I want to make an album, so that's why we're doing it. <laughs> well, you got two more days to get on, on this and I hope everybody will go check it out and that they believe in you the way we do and that we Thanks, know then the way that you do and that we know the product coming out on the other end is going to be real. No bullshit. I verify <laughs> you. I certify you as a non-bullshit artist, and I'm excited to hear what you make. Hey, thanks, man. I walk to the top of a hill To watch the sun rise over mountains Far away and just be still 
try to do.